This is the Truth Network. These people, dressed as they are, come from all over the United States to make deals here in the marketplace of America. Let's make a deal. Oh, oh, good people, Lucy. Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. The head nurse spoke up, said, leave this one alone. She could tell right away that I was bad to the bone. Bad to the bone. are talking <laughs> good deal bad deal today on the christian car guy show right good deal bad deal that seems like a perfect topic for a christian car guy show so at the beginning you might have heard that famous show let's make a deal and i don't know if you've thought about it but all through your life whether you wanted to or not, you've been making deals. You made deals with your parents when you were going to go to bed. You made deals, you know, about what you were going to get if you got good grades in school. You have been making deals all your life. And hopefully, like Lucille, they were good deals. <laughs> but sometimes, like Michael Jackson pointed out, and you might have noticed he was wearing black when he cut that video sometimes they're bad deals and you know sometimes they're bad to the bone <laughs> maybe maybe you've experienced that kind of deal and then again mandisa at the end with the good news and and there really is good news so today i am by myself actually it's just me robbie and i am wanting to know we're, we're a live show and we want you to call in what was your best deal ever or you know the worst what was the the bad deal that you went for or what was the good deal that you went for eight six six the number to call in we got all kinds of lines open we would i desperately need to hear from you eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four we're going to try to dig into these worst deal evers and see what was if we could find a common denominator maybe the best deals what's what's involved in those eight six six Three four eight seven eight eight four. So, what does that conjure up in your mind? Right, this is a live show, and you know, this is this is where we really the one of the joys of this show would be to hear these stories and then see if we can dig into them and find out your good deal or your bad deal. Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. So, about nineteen ninety one. Some consulting firms teaching car dealers across America, they were going to teach us how, a way that we could make three or, three or four times as much on a car sale as we were previously making. And in real numbers, you know, back in those days, a good car deal would be somewhere in the neighborhood of $1,800 profit for the dealer. 
But they were promising, if you could use this technique, this magic that they had, they were promising that you could make 1800 I mean, that you could make 3500 to $4,500 per car. And, of course, I was a general manager, and my boss found out about this wonder-waking, wonder scheme to make all this money, so I got sent to that school so I could learn. So when I look back on that adventure, <laughs> you know, I, I uh, can kind of see some, tact- some tactics that this, these people were teaching in order to accomplish this profit margin. And I think it's a good example of how to spot a very good deal from a very bad one, because very similar tactics were used by the serpent (laughs) in Genesis to consummate what we would guess is the worst deal in history, right? I mean, simply put, the serpent used half-truths, but even more revealing, or you should say less revealing, was a lack of light or the presence of God. I mean, that strategy that we were taught those days was a leasing strategy where we were instructed to switch the people to payments and never, ever, never disclose the actual selling price of the vehicle. So you're leasing a car. You'd never tell them what the thing was. You'd switch them to payments. And this way you could make all this much. And I, I don't know if you've ever thought about it, but Eve was never told what the price was going to be of her transaction there. <laughs> I mean, you know, there was no full disclosure on the part of the serpent. And so maybe there's some disclosure issues that we could, we could glean today in our search for the best and worst deals. I have Warren is in Charlotte. I'm very excited to hear Warren's story. Warren, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning, Charlotte, North Carolina, I should say, because there's Charlotte, Tennessee, and Charlotte all over the place. It's great to have you here this morning. Warren, what you got for us? Well, uh, thank you. Good morning. I was uh, thinking about uh, the day I decided, and I gave made a deal with God um, that I asked him that if he would uh, give me an opportunity, that uh, when you lived your life, you made bad decisions, and people, your parents oftentimes told you, you know, hey, this is what happened to you if you don't do this, and that would happen. As you said earlier, we made deals all our life with our parents, and it's just day-to-day things. And uh, one opportunity came about uh, when I was in college. Uh, uh, I was in a bad situation. I had a person uh, point a gun basically, uh, in my face. And I, and I prayed to God right then and there, if, if this person did not take my life, that I would serve him for the rest of my life. Really? So giving God, my life to God has, has been the ultimate decision that I've made uh, for the rest of my life. And, and I, I'm glad that I did. Yeah. <laughs> oh my word, Warren. I, what happened? I mean, I mean, sure, everybody's like me. He was pointing a gun at your head, and and I'm glad, believe me, that you're here to tell us about it. But what actually happened at that point? Well, uh, actually, I, I played football, and and there had been a, a, a confrontation on campus with people that came from off off campus, and I was just happened to be uh, where one of my friends was involved in the confrontation and he played ball as well so there's no way we was going to walk off and, and let it go that way so when i stepped between him and the person that he was having the confrontation with the gentleman pulled a gun and uh and there it was right at my face and right at my head i mean there was nothing to do but just stand there i just all i could see was that barrel uh, facing in my face and i just said that prayer to myself the guy put his gun away and ran and after that, you know, there was nothing else to do but thank God um, 
because I know I, he didn't have to. And, and I know that person was prepared to pull that trigger. And if I wouldn't have stepped between that person and my friend, I think oh my, my friend would probably be dead, but also I put my life in jeopardy, and it was only by the grace of God that, I, that I'm here. So, you know, I don't mean to just ask lots of questions, but I have, I mean, it's such a uh, redemptive story of how God came at that. I, I'm kind of curious, I, you know, I imagine you've replayed that moment in your mind, I don't know how many times, but how long was it from the point that you actually saw the barrel to where you prayed that prayer, do you think? Oh, it, it felt like a lifetime, um, to be honest with you. Um, I've only seen that light. I've only seen that and felt that way most other time in my life that I, that I won't share. And it wasn't from a tragedy. It was something that my daughter had said to me, um, uh, experience and that. But we, you can't, you won't, I won't ever forget it. And, you know, I hear in church and oftentimes people say, do you remember the moment when you gave your life to Christ? And oftentimes I think we confuse it with baptism and going up and confessing Jesus Christ as I say you, but when you're still not living that, you're just not there. I know that was the moment in my life. Uh, it wasn't when I was baptized. It wasn't uh, growing up as a teenager. It was that moment on that campus at that, that time. Um, yeah, because it, it, got, re- it got real today. right then, didn't it? I mean, it, it's like this is real life, real death. It, 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 well, it, and, and, yes, and, and, and you know that I think what, what really stands out more than anything, we ask God for things, people, and we pray for things, and, and sometimes they don't come as fast as we like. Sometimes the answer is no, but I know that it was no one else. I mean, no, no friend, no one that was standing there that was involved in that matter could do anything we were all at the mercy uh, of that person but i gave gave my life to god and 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 so if he would have pulled the trigger i believe that even then that uh i would have been in good hands that is by his grace and his mercy but he wanted me to see that miracle and i think he wanted my friends to see it that's awesome the person that i did that for we are we are best friends today we like we like brothers we uh Oh yeah, we've been friends all our lives ever since that moment. Um, so, so I live with that, and and I never have shared this with many people, but and now today I'm sharing it with the world because I think salvation is is the only grace that we have. Best deal ever, Warren. Wow, what a way to start my show. <laughs> oh man, thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing that with us today. God bless you, and I hope you have a great Saturday. If you're listening and you just heard Warren's Courage, why not step up and tell us your deal? 866-348-7884. Call us. These people, dressed as they are, come from all over the United States to make deals here in the marketplace of America. Let's make a deal. Oh, oh, good deal, Lucy. Good deal, bad deal today on the Christian Car Guys show. What was your best deal ever? What was your worst deal? What does that conjure up in your mind? I mean, wow, Warren's story sure has me thinking, and I would love to hear yours. I really, really would. Um, 
And I, and I think there's lots of people that would like to hear it because we can learn from either. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share. 866-34-TRUTH. We have Stephen is in Burlington, North Carolina. Stephen, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning, Robbie. Well, I have two, two great deals. My, my greatest deal, of course, is the gift of salvation from the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. And, and the second deal, which is it's going to sound really crazy, but about eight years ago, my friend called me up and said, there's this baby lying in a pile of dirt in the Philippines, and the mother is selling the baby. And a man is going to buy her next week for 15,000 pesos. And I said, tell the lady that I will buy the baby if that guy doesn't come through with the money. And she's, the mother immediately said, if you have the money, I'll take it right now. So I, I wired the money, and I was instant owner of a, a six-week-old baby. And she just turned eight on November fifth, uh, and I just I just saw her a couple days ago, and she's doing very well in the Philippines, and she has she's living with my friends, and it changed their lives. Oh my goodness! She changed their lives. So, so how's that for a great deal? <laughs> I, I, I'm almost dumbfounded because, you know, I'm sure like me, you hated to think what the other person had in mind with their 15,000 pesos. But for those of us who don't know exchange rates, how much money is that? $350. Are you kidding? No. Oh, my word. How? And, and so you, you got to see her in person? Oh, yeah. I, I talk to her all the time. She just turned eight, and uh, I got to name her because she didn't have a name at that time, and which I don't want to disclose it. Right, right I understand. I understand. That is beautiful. I mean, that's a deal. <laughs> yeah, I, that is just that's how that's just beyond cool, and it's so neat that your friend um, had the courage, really, to call you or reach out to you and 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 make that that possible. Because that's, that's yes, just and, mind-blowing. And and my friend's mother, she was a little bit older, and she was just sitting in this chair all the time, and she would, just had no purpose in life. And then all of a sudden, this baby was handed to her, and she had a purpose in life. And honestly, it changed her life, too. So it was like a win-win situation for all of us. Oh, my goodness. I would think. And, and then that just keeps going on for generations, right? I mean, that's... Yes, and she's dedicated to the Lord and everything, and you know she's going to a Christian school and she memorizes scripture and it's just she's just a blessing. She really is. That's beyond beautiful, Stephen. Thank you for calling and sharing that. That's a deal. That's a deal. Yes. <laughs> God yes. bless you. Wow. Well, the first two have just taken my breath away. <laughs> I'm just so unbelievable. <laughs> Thank you, Stephen. God bless. So, what is yours? We are. Very anxious to hear, 866-348-7884. I know there's a lot of great, great deals out there. Man, oh my goodness, uh, there might be a bad one out there. I would love to hear about it. 866-348-7884. Well, as I was talking about this leasing strategy and inside this, what well, was essentially for the customers, a bad deal, you know, we were instructed, as I talked about, to never, never disclose the selling price. Just like 
when you think about it, you know, Satan didn't give her a full disclosure of what she was going to pay for that fruit that she ate. And so I think from that, when you begin to see things in any kind of deal that you're involved in and things begin to look a little bit confusing or dark or cloudy, and if you're being driven by self-gratification, which is a big part of the deal, when you're in a bad way, is self-gratification is involved in that. We're going to get to that in a little bit more in the, in the show. But it's time to ask God. One thing Adam didn't do, or nor Eve, is pray. They didn't say, God, is this a good deal? And believe me when I tell you, <laughs> like my friend Stephen just explained, you know, he brought Jesus in and the in comes to searchlight. And so we have, Che is in Durham, North Carolina with a story to share. Che, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Did I get your name right? That's correct, Robbie. Robbie, this is a share. I was the one who sent you a cancer poem a while back. Oh, Yeah. I rem- yes, I. Yes, go ahead. No, no, I'm thrilled. I'm, I, you know, I've shared that with my daughter and several people since you. Sh- I put it on the website, and yes, it's so wonderful. What, what have you got for us today? Yes, as I was listening, I just have. I just felt that I had the call to you know hope that other people would be edified of my story, and I guess that's the whole point for you doing it. And I would say my. Life-altering event was that about 30 years ago that I came to know Christ as my Savior, and it's uh, to me it to me it was a life-transforming event uh, beyond that I could describe in my words. Uh, through that, I found my identity that I did not had. I never knew I had, and through that, through 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 that, that I found that healings and where I had so many other wounds and bruises and and scars in my upbringing, especially growing up right after the Korean War and you know, ravaged by the war and grew up in a poverty that you know that I have a taste of every poverty beyond imaginable to most of the people. Growing up that era, especially without a father, without without a with, you know, mother who had four, four, four children who could not even support. So that kind of a, a environment that I grew up. And the, the, so after I had a chance to come to the US, uh, U.S. and then had a chance to hear... Shay, I hate to jump in, but we've, we've got to come to a, to a break. But I definitely want to hear the rest of it. And... And I think that that you're making a lot of phenomenal points that I don't want anybody to miss out on. And, and I'd like to hear a little bit more about it. Can you hang on for me through the break? I sure do. Please, please. And if you've got a story out there, we would love to hear yours. 866-348-7884. Robbie Dillmore here. And the Truth Network podcasts have helped make my pillow the company it is today. And now Mike Lindell, who, by the way, I've met and is a great guy, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to our listeners. For the first time, you can get deep discounts on all MyPillow products if you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the new radio listener specials. Who never thought that my dream job would be selling MyPillows? <laughs> Maybe you're getting tired of these sleeping jokes, but you can get deep discounts on my 
side pillows, mattress toppers, bed sheets, and so much more. For example, the body pillow is regularly $89.99, but with a promo code GETTRUTH, it's only $29.99. Remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials and get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the body pillow for only $29.99. Enter promo code GETTRUTH or call 800-942-9613 for these great radio specials. The head nurse spoke up, said leave this one alone. She could tell right away that I was bad to the bone. Good deal, bad deal today on the Christian Car Guy Show. We are here in yours, and really, I just am kind of blown away by all of it, and, and being by myself in the studio, I really need these stories, and you're doing so good. So let's keep it up, 866, the number to call in and share. we got plenty of lines for you, 866-348-7884. We have my friend Che in Durham. A really a long time listener and I'm so grateful for you and for your your story but I did not know <clears throat> of the poverty that you grew up in and and all that you know coming out of Korea can you give us a few more details of what that was like well that growing growing up that era of course that you live in an era that people take advantage of other people in order to survive and of course in yeah i was one of the victim in that uh in the hands of those injustices and so on and so which uh, yeah i grew up with a lot of wounds a lot of bruises and hurts and so on and especially that not having a sense of identity not having a sense of a family because uh, i grew up uh, my mother couldn't uh, feed or four of children so she had to send me to a, a strength uh, to other uh, wealthy family as May. And so I grew up as May, and I drive life as May, working for well, to earn income so I could send to my family. So that kind of my upbringing, however, uh, as I grew, as I uh, began to turn into young adult, God had opened door, uh, obviously. It, to me, it was the providence of God, even though I didn't, I never heard about, about God. I went everyone to church. I had never heard about Jesus. I didn't know anything about. Uh, however, it was the providence of God that really opened the door. And yeah, when I had a chance to come here and, and uh, creating life here, and then also God also opened the door for me to hear the gospel. And that's the. Uh, so I will try to be brief, so it give a chance for the people to share as well. But uh, the, is that you know what you know, Robbie, When I came here, uh, when when I met Jesus first time in my life, I in the, I only had a formal education of a fourth degree in Korea because I couldn't go to school because my mother couldn't afford it too. And however, I always had that ambition of getting education. That was the saddest thing in my in my heart that I was not able to get education as I want to do. But God also opened the door. What, empower me, what God has empowered me is a courage 
the divine courage unable to recall, the divine uh, sense of that uh, sense of a confidence that unable to recall. So it's uh, that is the really what empowered me to do drive and get education. Uh, it was a long journey, a long, hard, grueling journey for me to become a registered nurse. That was about tw- 20 years ago. And it, through that, also God has blessed me so many ways that, that I always uh, knew, I always knew it was God is calling from God of on this in this field. And also even God is empowered me to do drive a drive to the excellency, you know, I even got rewarded as a nurse of the year by two different hospitals. Really? And it, yes, it, those are the family testimony of the word God. And, <laughs> and then, you know, and then you talk about the lowest, uh, the lowest of, uh, even of my life was that, that my husband died of a heart attack at the age of 58. You know, he, you know, we, it was uh, over 30 years of marriage that he died suddenly. Of course, that was a heart-wrenching uh, event of my life. And so it's, it's uh, uh, of course, through that, through, uh, you know, through God's comfort that you, you learn to thrive, you learn to move forward, so on. But that's why, however, the thing God has to, uh, to convict my heart on a much deeper level after my husband died, it's a sense of a truly the salvation. So when I take care of patients, I always, especially as oncology nurse, I see they are, they body may be ravaged by disease, but I also think about that redemption. I think about that their soul, you know, what's going to happen to the soul. It just gave me a sense of urgency over sharing the redemption of Christ. Also, God, I did not. Have, I didn't have to turn for the effort. Opportunity came left to right. So I am, you know, in a way, you know, where I have a Eastern ministry. I often have a chance to go visit patients who 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 transfer uh, transfer to hospice care, and I build relationship with them, and I share the gospel. Uh, through the poem, the cancer poem I had given you, that was a tool God given to me to use to to oh, yeah. build a connection. So that's my story that I wanted to share. Well, I just, I, as I listen to it, Jay, I, I can't help but think, wow, <clears throat> God brought you to this country. Like you said, providentially, you, you got to know him, and that brought all sorts of light and education into your life, which now you've returned to so many people that are really at a place of life and death and and you're bringing light for them and hope of actually an eternal future, right? Yes. I I truly have to say, you know, I hear many people say they're so reluctant to share the gospel. For me, it's so thrilling. When I have opportunity, people say, share, you glow. When you talk about Jesus, you glow. <laughs> you see, and, I bet you, you say, do. And that's what they say. You're exciting, and that's what. So that really thrills me. Uh, it's, a, it's really I consider a privilege, and it is I have so gratefulness that how God has given me that identity. All begun because of finding my identity as a child of Most High King. It truly is. It so is. when are people ask me, you know, because my uh, my nationality, they will ask me, what are you? Are you Japanese or Chinese or what? And I will say, I am a child of God. 
I am a daughter oh, of wow. God. <laughs> and then they will ask, they will give me a sort of looking that I will, if you don't mind, I will explain to you why. So God has opened many doors in many different daily conversation way, you know, the open door for me. People will ask me, you must be Buddha because you grew up in Asian. I say, hmm, well, let me share with you. I'm not. And then I will tell them, yeah, you know, I am a follower of Christ. We should have to hear what, what they mean. Thank you, Jay. And so, yeah, I am, I am so really gives, truly gives me purpose. And really becoming registered nurse, how God has opened, he empowered me to do really the good education that I never thought I could. I knew, never had a chance to do it if I was to live in Korea. If I lived in Korea, perhaps I would have been dead, Ravi. I, you know, I tr- even tried to commit suicide because at the time that my, my heart was just, I didn't have a reason to live. And so that's, yeah, that's kind of a story I, I trying to capture. Wow. It is truly my hope, Robbie. That's quite a deal. Yeah, other people, <laughs> yeah, other Thank people will understand that. Yes. 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 Oh, outstanding. Thank you, Jay. God bless you. Have a wonderful weekend. I appreciate your Thank call so you. much. Thank you. Thank you. All Bye-bye. right. Mm-hmm. 866, the number for you to call in and share. We would love to hear your story. 866-348-7884. And, you know, the, the idea is what was the best deal you ever took? Maybe what was the worst deal you ever took? And there's something to be learned from from all these things. And so, you know, I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but I, I noticed it just this week for the first time that in Genesis 1-4, you know, God in Genesis 1-3 said, let there be light. You might remember that. And he, But in Genesis 1-4, and God saw the light, and that was good. And that's the first time you see this word tov in the Bible, which is a Hebrew word for goodness. And so have you ever thought about that when God made the light, he said that was good. Now, when we're sharing good news, it it just kind of makes sense, like what Jay was just explaining, that often what is good is light, is is bringing light into a situation and bringing to where we can see what all is going on. And again, if Adam even had seen all that was going on in that deal, or these people that were in these lease deals back in the day, if they had seen what was really going on inside the deal with all the numbers, and they were really paying way more than sticker price for the car, uh, you know, they would clearly, if not stepped into that deal. And so light, which of course Jesus said, I'm the light of the world, so it shouldn't be surprising to us. But when we bring goodness, it's kind of a cool thing that that we are bringing light. So maybe you got a story like that. We would love to hear at 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. We got Donna and we need you. At the after after this break, 866-348-7884. We're going to give you a little update on the Jesus Labor Love in the next segment. Um, lots of desperate needs there this time of year. So we got a lot to talk about. Good deal, bad deal today on the Christian Car Guy Show. You call us. Somebody give me a microphone or a megaphone or a telephone. You got to clap your hands, gonna want to dance.
Good deal, bad deal today on the Christian Car Guy Show. <laughs> if you've been listening to the whole show, I am sure, like me, you're um, thrilled with all the good news. Uh, it, the people got a microphone and their their opportunity about the good deal that they had, the deal that they had, which was with God, uh, a phenomenal deal that that we've heard from so many different folks. But we may have a different one. We now have. Donna is in Yadkinville, North Carolina. Donna, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. I've really enjoyed the show this morning. Thank you. Me too. <laughs> yeah, I'll try to make this real quick because I know you got short of time. Uh, when I was working several years ago uh, at Kmart, I had a Christian uh, associate manager, and uh, he knew that I was I was really struggling financially. My husband left me, and I just didn't have anything, and I was living off credit cards, and my car was really tore it, tear it up. So I, I got to the end of the interstate one day, and, and the Lord says, go home and park your car. And I thought, okay, uh, right. So I did. And I went home, parked the car, went inside, hit my knees, and said, okay, God, what are you going to do? Give me a car? And uh, I was kind of silenced, and I thought, oh, I'm sorry. That was a bad attitude. But uh, about two weeks later, I was limping along and uh, working a night, a night job, and he and his wife, his wife had come in to help us with some inventory work, and she came out to me, and I was telling her story how I needed a car and how I really, really asked her for prayers to uh, help me, you know, get a car, another car. Well, she disappeared for a while. She came back out with him, and he said, uh, we've got a car. He says, I was been trying to sell it, and uh, I just brought it back home and parked it for a little while. The Lord told me to park it in my driveway and not try to sell it. And I said, well, I said, uh, what do you want for it? And he says, if you want it, it's yours. And I said, well, how much do you want? Maybe I can make payments on it. He said, no, you don't understand. If you want it, it's yours. And so, long story short, he and his wife had got together, and God had told them right then and there that, that we they were to give me the car. And it was a 1987 Chrysler New Yorker with all the bells and whistles and low miles and I'll tell you, that car carried me a lot of places for a long time, and God really just blessed me with that. It was, it was really, it was truly the hand of God that prepared, prepared that before I ever parked the car. He had them put the car in their driveway and just leave it there. You know, and and the the, the beautiful, for me, sitting here listening, Donna, the beautiful thing about the story is you've never forgotten it. (laughs) No, no. You know, it was like a way that you knew God is with you. You know, in in tough times, and and you know yeah, that's just and, a beautiful you know, thing. Yeah, he, he's done he's done little things like that through through time. He has. Yeah, and I've always had what I've needed. I've always had, even at the crunch time, he comes through at crunch time when when I needed a job, and I was at the end of of all my, you know, getting your benefits and stuff. Right there, it was there. Yeah, I just had to move my feet and. uh you know, he met, he's met the needs. He really has. He, he I can he never does. say that I've been without. He really, really, you really know? does. Donna, thank you. He's so good. Thank you. you okay. You, I, I, God bless you for what a wonderful, wonderful story and what a deal. Let's make a deal. Yeah, exactly. That <laughs> was a deal. <laughs> you have a blessed day, yeah, though. I'll, I'll call back sometime. All right. Okay. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Sure. All right. Bye. Uh, actually, I've got a deal that I, I wanted to share that. Uh, one of the deals that I made with God was the Jesus labor love. Like when I was coming back from the um, uh, 
religious broadcasters convention a few years ago. It might have been 10 years ago. Um, I was praying along the way, God, I just feel like you want more from the show. What do you want? And and while I was listening, you know, trying to hear from him, I was had the radio on to a Christian radio station and it was talking this this group had been out of um, this men's group and, and they were helping single moms and widows and, and they would go out to their house and they would do that kind of thing. And 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 I just went, oh, my goodness, you're, this is what you're wanting. You want us to have because I knew that all the most of the emails I get and that kind of thing were for single moms and widows that didn't have anybody to help them with their car. You know, they had questions and stuff like that. And so the deal I actually made with God was I said, well, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to call indiscriminately seem a, a, a car repair place to see if they'll help me with this. Not somebody I know because I know they'll go along with it, but somebody I don't know. And if if they do, it was kind of my fleece, like, then I know you're behind it. So I called a, a, a car repair place in, in Greenville, South Carolina, I'd never dealt with before, but they'd heard of the Christian Car Guy show. I was talking to the gentleman. I said, would you consider opening up your shop, you know, one weekend a month to help single moms and widows? And he says, oh, Robbie, you can't outgive God. And I was like, okay, <laughs> deal is done. And thus was born the Jesus labor love, which today is, you know, I, I, I was thinking about Donna's call. How many ladies, I think, I think we're up to 1,060 that we've um, had apply over the years to the Jesus labor love. And, and that was a moment for them where God showed up in their life um, in so many different ways. But along those lines, I would be remiss if I didn't tell you that just this morning as I was preparing for the show, you know, I had the lady there in Lexington, Kentucky, whose husband is waiting on a liver transplant and um, their car totally failed. We were hoping to get some donations that were in the Lexington area because she desperately needs a car. But she was texting me that it was going to be $3,500 to get it fixed. So, we're going to be praying. By the way, if you go to ChristianCarGuy.com, you'll see there the Jesus Labor Love prayer request because she's not the only one. You know, there's other ladies similar to Donna's situation that are, are currently in need. And there's financial needs and, that we're meeting every single day due to your prayers and your gifts. I don't know how to put it other than that is that I've just been blown away on how often I'm just the middleman. Now, I should also mention, because my producers were saying, Robbie, I don't understand how a man got a baby for $350. (laughs) Well, the part that they had missed, and I want to get clear, it was a beautiful story. And if you didn't hear it, you can go to ChristianCarGuy.com and listen to the podcast of the whole show or just tell your phone you want to listen to the Christian Car Guy podcast. But what had happened, actually, was that he paid the $350 and his friend there in the Philippines got the baby. You can't, and you can't adopt a baby into the United States for $350. What he was doing was actually putting up the money so that his friend could, could actually end up with the baby and his friend's mother there in the Philippines. And so when he said he just saw her, you know, a few days ago, is that he actually had traveled to the Philippines and had a chance to see her. So, I mean, how, how beautiful you know, a story. And how about all these deals? Well, the one last thing I would leave you with is Proverbs 25, 27, which says it's not good to eat much honey for men or for men to search their own glory is not glory. Now that little proverb really packs a punch because if you think about it, if you eat too much honey, you're going to end up with diabetes and which is self-gratification. 
And if you'd self-gratify, your kidneys shut down and you're going to die. Okay? That's what happens with diabetes. By the same token, if you go searching for your glory, not God's glory, in other words, when you're bringing light into a deal, whatever that looks like, you know, if you're bringing light like Che does to her patients and you're giving God the glory, then it's a beautiful thing. You're bringing life. But if you're doing it for your own glory, wow, like diabetes, man, you're bringing death. You're bringing darkness. Um, like that lease deal when we start doing that. So as we go out there thinking good deal, bad deal, we can look. Is there a light in this deal? Can, am I seeing everything clearly? Am I being grabbed into death by self-gratification like Eve, Eve was, right? The reason she wanted that was self-gratification. So when you look inside a deal, is this self-gratification? Now, if you talk about the lady that was getting a car for free, obviously she needed something to take care of her family. It's not just self-gratification. In other words, at some point in time, you got to take the oxygen mask and support yourself. You know, that's all part of God wants you to be okay. <laughs> it's all part of the deal. It's all part of the deal. So thank you so much for the amazing stories and the wonderful show today. As always, the listeners are the ones that that, that make all this happen. And um, that self-gratification thing, it's, it's a challenge for me. And I would also counsel you to slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went, got it all done in 33 years. Thanks for listening.